Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Guiding You Home. My name is Travis Avila. I'm joined by co-hosts Adam Nixon and Jeff Landon, and today we are talking about utilities. Listen, things are expensive, and it's time of recording. We're heading into winter. Utilities will likely cost even more. So we want to give you some quick tips, some easy solutions through some home improvements you can make to help keep costs down. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to Guiding You Home, a real estate resource for buyers, sellers, investors, and enthusiasts. We're here to help you make informed decisions on real estate opportunities by bringing you fresh market insights from experts in the field. This and every episode is brought to you by Landmark Real Estate Group in San Luis Obispo County, California. You can find us at landmarkslow.com. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Guiding You Home. I'm here with my boys, Jeff Landon. What's up? Hey, Travis. And Mr. Adam Nixon. Giddy up. How you guys doing? Great. Good, good to be there. How's your week Super been? Good. It's been a good week. Been a, yeah, yeah. Been a tough week, tough week for me. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. Such as real estate. But don't ask for easier circumstances. Ask to be better. Better. Come on. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about energy efficiency, cost savings, utilities um, are really expensive right now. Everyone's kind of feeling it, whether you just, you're in an old, we're talking about bought an older home and there's some things you can upgrade or whether you're just in a home you're in that's older and you can do some reno and improve your efficiency, right? So yeah. Jeff. Yeah. So I think it's really fun. I was going through the Stainless Ranch, which is a, a local new development. And I was looking at all the energy efficiency things they've done, right? And a lot of these things are invisible, but some of them are very visible, right? So you can see these different products they have and everything. Like, man, we've come a long ways in how we build houses. We really have. And it brought me back to some of the things that my wife and I have done when we were really quite young, um, doing our first uh, kind of flips or fixes on houses we were living in. And uh, it goes back to, to when we bought our first house in San Luis Obispo. This thing was like a 1939 home, and there was two houses in it. And the utility bills, we lived there for maybe six months before we did a big remodel. The utility bills were very, very high. And we're like, man, this is so expensive to live in this little house. And we had like wood windows with a single pane, right? And you had this little string mm, that you yeah. pull. And we had no insulation. The insulation that was in the house was uh, ripped apart by rats. Perfect. <laughs> oh, bad, which we found. Perfect. Um, there was no LED lighting. Most of the house was lit by like lamps. You know, when you get to older houses, you have the lamps with the light switch that you turn on and off. So we had these lamps that lit the house, and that was expensive. If you got to come by every week and refill your oil in your, <laughs> yeah, in yeah. your lamps. The oil. Literally, <laughs> this thing had like a Frankenstein switch on the outside of the house to turn the power on and oh off. Oh, my gosh. And the, nice. the home inspector was like, don't touch that, you'll die, you know? And, and so this especially thing, while it's raining. Yeah, especially when it's raining. Yeah, exactly. And it was this little <laughs> wooden box that they had. And the siding was bad. There was no, you know, there was really like, it was just like a very Sounds poor, like a really good buy. Sounds like really good buy. $425,000 back in the day, right? I'll take Gosh, it. Geez. Yeah, I mean, I would buy that in a second today. Um, so, and then just different things. Like there's a lot of different products that have come out between then and now. And so my wife and I were, you know, sitting there and we're like, hey, let's remodel this place. Let's make it nice. It's kind of the dream from the beginning, honestly. And um, we went to a bunch of different banks and we went to Umqua Bank and they're like, hey, we have this great product. Um, it's a HELOC, but it's designed to be more affordable for someone that does a green energy uh, renovation. And what's a, what's a HELOC, Jeff? A HELOC is a home equity line of credit. Awesome. 
So we were looking at it and we're hoping that we have some equity in this house. We're like, oh gosh, we, we just bought this thing, you know, six months ago. So we're hoping that we have some equity. And we did. We had about $78,000 that we were able to pull out. And so we went through with this advisor and she was just at the bank and she's like, well, this is what it says that these, these are uh, ways that you can meet these requirements. There's like insulation, new windows, um, uh, putting in an HVAC system, which is basically um, a heating system that's not wall furnaces, which is what we had. And we're like, yeah, we want to do all those things anyway. And so we took on this project. And uh, so I did a lot of the work myself, a lot of wait, late nights working on it. But the crazy thing is we added, we almost doubled the size of the house. So from about like 700 square feet, we went to just under, I think it was like 1459 in there um, square feet. So we doubled the size of our house and our utility bills went from like 150 bucks ish right in there down to for electricity down to like 20 to 30 dollars for electricity mm. and um we didn't and you add, doubled your square footage and we doubled our square footage and we barely used we we installed actually an hvac and an ac we almost never had to use it because it was insulated we went through and re-insulated everything um and there's some really cool ways you can do that i'll tell you about um and then we did led lighting everywhere instead of these old lamps um and then with the with that combined with the insulation and everything else, our electric bill went way down, our gas bill went way, way down, and we had this tremendous savings. I'm like, wow, these things that the lady recommended um, really worked. And our house kind of just stayed one temperature. It really didn't fluctuate too much after we had done all these improvements. Yeah, I have a question about the HELOC. Did you say you got a better deal on the HELOC when you went green on these things? Did yeah. you get a better rate or something? I believe it was called like the Green Street um, HELOC, and that was the product th- through Enqua Bank. And yeah, there was a better rate. Like basically we were 0.5% above prime, which is a really good interest rate. Back then it was like four, it fluctuated as prime change. It was about 4% most of the time though. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was really attractive. Cool. Well, I think you bring up a good point where when most time people are buying a house, all they're thinking about what's my monthly payment going to be mm-hmm. from the rate standpoint in my mortgage. That's all we're thinking about. But a lot of times people don't think about what are utilities. I mean, propane's through the roof. Um, and that's why a lot of these new builds, they electricity is still expensive for sure. It's not just cheap, um, but that's why they're going very energy efficient. I think you bring up a good point where, you know, that can save a huge net on your monthly for mm. sure. Yeah, and the new builds in California especially, they're doing solar on almost all the roofs or mm-hmm. the project has a solar component to it, like a, a carports have solar or something like that. And they're also giving uh, a lot of times credits uh, to the buyer in form of uh, uh, energy efficient appliances, right? So the appliances use the majority of the electricity in the home. It's actually maybe not lighting, but you have like a, 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 a dryer for your clothing, uh, a refrigerator, hot water heater, hot water heater, these things. These stove. are what use the stove and the heating. So these things use most of the electricity and gas or whatever in the house. Now um, we don't really build houses with gas. That's not really in the code anymore for California. So um, basically people are relying heavily on electricity. Now electricity, when you get billed, it's tiered, right? So you're in tier one, it's cheap. Then you go to tier two, and then all of a sudden your electricity costs go up. Then tier three goes up more. So once you get into those higher tiers, it really cranks up quick, the cost of electricity. So getting your bill to be in tier one or just into tier two is really the goal. We had done another um, uh, kind of flip, uh, buy and hold that Stacy and I had done. And we were having $300 plus a month electricity bills. And it was like painful. And I knew what we needed to do. I knew we needed to do the same thing we did in the first renovation. 
we needed to pump insulation in. And what we did was this great technique where you drill a little hole in the drywall above and below. And the guy comes in and he has this, this machine and he pumps insulation to the walls. It foams up and it seals it up. And then we went through with a carpenter and we closed up areas that had leakage. So you're looking at where energy is basically escaping, right? Heat and cool, where it's escaping from the house. And we found all those areas and we framed it up nice and we insulated those. And we brought new insulation to the whole attic. And the other thing is we had really kind of wonky um, electric just from years of like people tying in. And we see this a lot of times in our home inspection reports like, okay, this is knob and tube, which is like the really old wiring, just two wire mm-hmm. knob and tube. And then they b- brought in some Romex. Like nothing's grounded. <laughs> nothing's grounded. And there's Romex here and there's knob and tube here, or there's old Romex there. And it's all this kind of mess of wires. And with that, you can actually have something called reverse polarity and it causes your electricity bill to go up. You have a bunch of different things that can happen. And I'm not a contractor or electrician or anything. Um, and then you also have like older electrical panels that aren't as efficient as well. So you have just basically imagine little dollar bills escaping here and there when you're trying to heat or cool your house. That adds up. That adds up to this. For us, it was this 300 bucks a month for these two units. We were like, this is not great. And um, gas wasn't that bad, but we had... Um, you know, basically those wall furnaces and gas uh, was being used for those. Um, and those, you know, wall furnaces are great, but in the summer, you're burning gas all summer to keep the pilot lit in a wall furnace. So a little, little uh, uh, expert tip here is tur- turn off your wall furnace in, in summertime yeah. because it's just not doing anything for you. So we did this big project. We rewired the house and that was expensive. It was probably like 12,000 bucks or something to rewire, redo everything. We had them rip everything out and just start from scratch because they're just like, man, we cannot, they could not figure out what was happening. It was just like, there's definitely energy usage. Were you in a raised foundation or slab? Was we it were. Going through the, okay, so it was. We, we were in a raised, most of it was in the attic. And that's a great question. So like if you're on a slab um, and an older house, that makes it more challenging. Yeah. You have to like fish wire through the walls and stuff. Um, but we were on a raised foundation for most of that part of the house. And then um, we went and did the insulation and we also did a roof and um, the new roofing material and like the, so the plywood they have on uh, uh, roof, uh, they have a reflective roof. And so that actually saves a lot in energy as well. And we did this, I'm not kidding. So our gas bill dropped tremendously and then our electric bill f- was like solved and went from three, 300 bucks a month to like under a hundred. Wow. So really for us and having a rental that, that 200 bucks a month savings matters greatly. The other thing that we've noticed just is like a lot of you know, so water in California, especially has been increasing a lot. So we've noticed that like in a lot of our clients' houses, when they buy them, they call me, they go, Hey Jeff, our water bill is tremendous. Like what's going on here and why are we having so many issues? And not too many people do this, but you can hire someone like sprinkler clean or somebody like that who knows irrigation systems and find where this usage is just disappearing because water is tricky that way. It's like you, a lot of it's typically irrigation where the water is being lost. Mm -hmm. But we've seen that with a lot of our clients that like, hey, you can save on this water bill by doing these few things. We have a great company that we like to refer for rainwater harvesting as well. If you have a big irrigation system and you're in a place where you're like, oh gosh, man, we want to keep our plants. We want to keep our lawn. We want to keep the things that like we enjoy about our landscaping well, you can do rainwater harvesting, which is this really cool thing. So basically the water comes off your roof. It goes into your gutters. Your gutters go to a specific spot. It collects the water. And then you reuse that water um, to irrigate your lawn, to irrigate whatever you know, you know, uh, garden you have. 
and it, it reduces your water bill and allows you to keep the the plants and the the lawn that you've, you you, you want. keep saying this word rain. I don't understand. <laughs> what is rain? What is what that? Is, yeah, we, we we finally saw some. This yeah, month. no kidding. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm like hung up on the insulation thing because I think it's a really great point. You know, when when you're doing a renovation, we did an addition we can talk about later, but when you're when you're having the walls ripped down, you're doing a reno or whatever, it's easy to put in batting. But when mm. you're not doing that, I think it's a really good idea to like do the spray insulation in the walls. Yeah, it was so cool to see the guy just come in. He dr- like just drilled these little tiny holes and we were able to like drywall kind of patch it so it was almost invisible. You couldn't even tell that it was done. And he just, he did it one up at the top towards the roof, towards the lid of the house and then one towards the ground and bloom in both ways. And I mean, it, that house is, another thing, that house is right by a really busy road. And we had what you call like noise pollution, right? Mm. In the house, you'd hear the cars going by and stuff and it reduced it so much by insulating the home. You know what we found in our house? Our house was built in the mid Mm fifties, maybe 60, something like that. And uh, the flooring, we did, we did a small addition, but then kind of gutted half the house. And we were basically adding a master suite, is, or like a bathroom, basically, because it was a three-bed, one bath, and that doesn't work for a family of four, because everyone has to go to the bathroom at exactly the same time. So, <laughs> so we added like 120 square feet, pushed it out into where the backyard was, and we basically, we put our bedroom in the new space. And then we gutted half the house because we needed to move walls around, move the hallway and all. So it was a big project. Took out a HELOC. It's awesome. And um, when we were doing the work, the flooring, basically, like the subflooring was like slats. Mm. So um, it's, I, I don't know, it's like a six inch slats, but, but basically there's gaps yeah, between. Quarter inch gap or something. Yeah, there's a quarter inch gap. So it's like, I mean, heat and cooling, everything is just escaping through that. And so, you know, we weren't going to like change the subflooring for, obviously in the new addition space we added, we, we made it right. But the old stuff, we just added flooring insulation underneath mm, the house because there's a raised foundation, you know, and it's like there's a noticeable difference when you walk down the hallway into the new space, mm. just the feel of it's just so much more comfortable. So I think there's things like that that you can do that'll just help a lot that aren't hard. Yeah, it's not hard at all. Yeah. And then I, th- I think what was the funny thing is like we hired a window guy um, when we when we first bought that first house I was talking about. And he came through and he said the same thing. He's like, look, like your windows suck. Yeah. But um, there's these gaps everywhere that I can caulk. And mm-hmm. he's like, a few hundred bucks of my time basically in caulking and I can seal these all, all up. That was before we did the big renovation and like ripped out those windows. But that's a huge thing. It's like, look for where those gaps are, caulk them. You know, you can hire people. To, a handyman can do a lot of this really mm-hmm. simply. Um, the other thing that we found that like was really a big savings is LED can lighting like that's all yeah. they make now but just switching that out and now they have retro cans oh, they those have kits like, are so nice they're and so easy. nice so easy it's not complicated um electrician can knock them out really quick because they're going into the same exact hole that the the other ones were in and so it's just it's a simple thing the other thing that we um are learning and kind of just seeing people do is with window coverings that are smart meaning that they adjust as light changes on the day so you'll have like uh, uh solar shades come down and block intrusive light into a house during times where that light's more direct on the home. Mm. So there's all these different technologies that they've been coming out with that really save a lot of money when it comes to cooling a house or, or even heating a house. It's like stuff you see in new home construction that you could retrofit into your existing home, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. The new, the new home stuff's fun because you, you go in there and you're like, the house is quieter. Um, it, it, it feels like it's 
temperature control, but most of the time it's not. There's nothing really on, right? So the it's just, lighting's great. The like lighting's you said, great. noise pollution. They're eliminating that. It's it's incredible. I mean, we've helped quite a few clients get into some of the new home builds and slow, which as you guys are seeing, there's a lot of new building going yeah. on. And they're moving in with confidence. I mean, it's an incredibly efficient home. Again, like we were talking about, that monthly nut is going to be a lot less for the utilities, which is a pleasant surprise. And they're set up for a few years to be able to do that, um, which is amazing. And then again, if you have a fixer-upper, um, these are some options you can go ahead and do to be able to save on that monthly payment for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool. I think one of the things that is important is you get this HELOC, right? Or whatever loan you get. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what kind you get, but you get... You get a loan, and then you do these improvements, and then let's say you live and enjoy that house for four or five years. Mm-hmm. When you go to sell it, the value that you've created by doing these improvements and energy-efficient things, like communicate that, what you did, because that has a huge, tremendous amount of value to the next buyer, and it will ultimately line your pocket as when you go to sell. Yeah, so- and there's a difference between like a lifestyle change, right? So are you doing this for you? Or are you doing, and we ask people that, are you doing this for you? Or are you doing this for a potential buyer? You know? And I think that answer to that question might dictate what you need to do. And so that's the thing, just reach out to us if you want, if you're looking to like, Hey, I might want to sell. And so I'm looking like bang for the buck. We can help talk you through what might make the most sense. But I think that's a good question to ask. Is this for you? Is this for a potential buyer? That's a, that is a great question great because point. some people aren't going to see the value of an LED can versus a regular old you know, fluorescent light or whatever. Yeah. So they're not going to notice it, but others might. Um, and yeah, if this is for you, ultimately I recommend doing it for yourself. Sure. Um, but it does pay off in the end. Well, and it can, it doesn't mean they're mutually exclusive. Like the addition we did was a great lifestyle boost for us, made it just so much more comfortable having a second bathroom with, you know, teenagers coming up is really important. But then also it just added a ton of value for the amount of, I mean, we did a lot of the work ourselves, probably Mm -hmm. spent $50,000 on it. And I mean, we'll get that back and then some. Oh yeah, we sell. absolutely. So. Yeah, I think one of the, the fun stories, if, if we can't, we have time for a fun story. Yeah, always. Okay. always. So always. What, what so, else are we here for? You know, when you do these things yourself, right? You, you, I love people that are like, I'm gonna tackle this myself, even if it's hard and challenging, right? Because it's just like, hey, you get to learn a lot. How do things work? How does my house work? It gives you confidence. I just, people that, like I have a friend who was not handy at all, and he is now one of the most handy guys because he does tile in his bathroom. He does all these different things. But uh, so I think that's just exciting. Like, go try things yourself. You you know, get some advice from uh, YouTube and uh, electrician or whatever. Don't kill yourself, but do some things. So anyway, I'm like, my first time doing big electrical project was in Caudill. And I had basically, I was working alongside electrician and he was telling me what to do. And then he was checking my work. And so I'm cutting a hole in the ceiling, cutting a new can light. We did all new LED lighting. And the the piece of drywall that is cut falls out and a dead rat falls out. Yeah. <laughs> oh you're like, Oh my Damn. God. Like what? And you know, you do the things you don't know. What are about the your odds? House. Yeah. What's the odds? Apparently we had a rat pretty problem. high. Yeah. Was that included with the original purchase price? <laughs> it's or? jerky. We got oh. some jerky here. Um, so yeah, anyway. Yeah. But you, you know, you get to learn like doing these fun little projects. I think caulking around your windows. If you go outside and just look at your house, do a little visual audit. Like, yeah, there's some gaps here like between the, the window and the siding, caulking around is a really easy project. It's fun. You can learn how to do it yourself, and that immediately will save some energy. Check your irrigation occasionally, irrigation. too. Like, leaking irrigation can 
destroy you. Big yeah, cost. we really didn't finish the talk on that, but it, like, yeah, that is a big cost. It's a big cost, and you know, in San Luis County, you're you get or like Rio Grande where we live, you we got dinged a hundred bucks because we went over our allotments. So. That, you really want to keep an eye on that. You can also, um, through the city, you can apply for an adjustment because they might, it's based on like the amount of people there, you know, old usage patterns potentially. So that's another option for people mm, is like, smart. you know, do, have them do an audit and see if it's like, hey, we have four people living here. Maybe they're basing the, the allotment on two people that lived there before. So that's another thing. Reach out to your city and you might need to obviously save water where you can, but it might just be unreasonable based on a four person yeah. home or something like that. So That's a really good point. Yeah. I think one of the things that we've all gotten really used to and I think we're kind of going away from it is like these beautiful front lawns and backyards with lawns. And I forget what the numbers are exactly. Make on. one up. Yeah, make like because what? How many? How much the stats are made up? Eighty. Well, now eighty-two percent. But yeah, yeah, eighty-two. <laughs> with okay, this yeah. podcast. Yeah, we're just going <laughs> to increase the national yeah. average. Uh, <laughs> so, so anyway, like what we just have been seeing with kind of savvy people that are thinking about like efficiency with water, especially, they've been going to these beautiful kind of succulent gardens with big rocks and like uh, you know this pea gravel and all these different things it's really really nice beautiful you have agaves and all these different succulents and cactuses and things that are in it but it uses a fraction just like yeah. very little very little water compared to the lawn i mean i think lawns should basically be used where the kids are going to be playing soccer or, or wherever right and the rest of the time it's like in california now it's like we can't really afford to have water usage for big sprawling lawns in the front yard that no one's using yeah yeah okay so we we covered like the gamut here. Let's let's just break it down and talk about a few things maybe that people can do. Like what are some easy things? Everyone right now in this economy, everyone's trying to save a few bucks. Like what are some easy fixes? Let's go back for somebody who owns a home that might not be very efficient. What can they do? Yeah, so I like that question. So I think one for electricity, the simplest thing you could do is go LED. Now you could just buy a light bulb. That's LED. It doesn't have to be the full can. Mm -hmm. You can plug it in. And immediately going LED is going to start shaving money. It might take a year or two to start paying off the cost of replacing all the light bulbs, but maybe within a year you have that paid off. That's simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second thing is like window coverings. You know, putting in blinds yeah. is going to stop the the light from penetrating and heating up the house. So if you don't have low E windows, putting in window blinds is going to totally shut out uh, the heat that's generated during the day. Not totally, but it'll help reduce it a lot. Um. You know, sometimes people are looking for kind of the next next step in the game, which we haven't done yet. We're kind of laggards on it, but going solar, like putting in a solar array on your roof um, and even a battery system, that's kind of a more expensive step, but that really does reduce your energy costs because it puts you back down into that tier one or even no electricity bill. And you can do that with a loan. You can do that with a lease. There's different ways that you can purchase solar. And we should have someone. We'll know, have another whole episode, uh, on, whole that. episode on that. On yeah. solar for sure. Yeah. And then just doing a little evaluation. I think having someone that um, can evaluate your home, there's a Hertz rating that um, can be done on a home and you can have someone come in and take a look at it and say, Hey, yeah, like your, your appliances aren't, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're draining uh, this much and they have this much usage. You know, there's different ways you can look at that and have a professional come out and evaluate your home. Um, and then I think simply you can look and say, Hey, we have, we still have wall heaters. <laughs> we still have these older things that p- they are not putting in. And what's the solution to a wall heater? I think I didn't really address that, but there's these, uh, heat pump systems, the ones that you see like in a hotel up in the, the kind of ceiling or whatever, that's what people are doing a lot now. And so what's really nice about that, let's say you live in just one part of your house, you can put a heat pump in 
that heats and cools, and you only heat or cool that part of your house. So you're, if you have a bigger house, especially, that's really an efficient way to heat and cool just different sections instead of instead of doing the whole the whole house. Okay. So beyond that, really, you're going into more structural items in repairing or upgrading the home. Yeah, yeah. So I think the point is you got to look at where the pain points are for you, and you know, do an analysis, see what utilities are biting you, and then look for solutions, small or large, whatever would meet your needs. Right. So. And if you have any questions, just reach out to us. You know, you can email us at info at landmarksla.com. We'd love to help you point in the right direction, connect you to some people who can help. So, yeah, thanks for being here, guys. Appreciate your time. Man, it's good to be here. Yeah. Again.